Hi there. You're listening to Norway Next, a podcast by Visit Norway, geared towards the modern travel mindset. If you are going to a Norwegian city anytime soon, this is the podcast for you. Picture this. You're walking towards a beautiful white cathedral resembling a giant ice sculpture in the shape of a glacier with contrasting dramatic mountains as the backdrop. The only sound you hear is the sound of your own footsteps crunching on the snow. You look up and through your own breath, you see the northern lights dancing ever so softly overhead. You continue walking and as you approach the triangle-shaped structure, you hear the reverbing echo of an organ playing a familiar hymn. Settling into a seat for what is poised to be a memorable musical experience, you realize you are in the Arctic and it's absolutely magical. Welcome to Tromsø. I'm Beate Gran from Visit Norway, and if you could visualize yourself here, you'll enjoy this episode of Norway Next about the city of Tromsø, a northern wonderland famously referred to as the Paris of the North, where you can explore all kinds of Arctic adventures all year round. Guys, I'm so excited to talk to Luna Hella. She's the director of tourism of Visit Tromsø, and I want to hear about her love for this beautiful city of the north. Let's dive right in. Luna, I'm just wondering, what's it like to live in a city that has 65 plus completely dark days every year? Well, it's wonderful, actually. Um, even though it's dark, there's still a lot of light, too. It's just no sunlight in the winter time between November and uh, January. So um, since the sun never goes above the horizon in the polar night season, the sky is often filled with red, orange and pink colored light, like a very long sunrise. Um, and of course, the northern lights dancing in the sky and the white snow also brightens up things a lot. Um, but being from the north, you learn ways uh, to kind of make the dark more bright, um, and you embrace the darkness because it's kind of it's kind of cozy as well. Um, we go out and we do a lot of interactivities like snowshoeing or skiing or hiking or sometimes if you have a husky, a lot of people actually have huskies or other dogs. You go out and uh, you just play in the snow. Um, also inside, there's a lot of light. So we go, it's a very social season, you know, November, December, it's just before Christmas. So the cities are filled with lights and the cafes and restaurants have a lot of lights and you come together and it's parties and it's, uh, yeah, just more social. So mm. uh, we go and warm up and, and uh, light up in uh, in the urban city of Tromsø. Nice. There's a theory that the concept of kus was born out of um, Norwegians need to navigate the dark season And for those who don't know, the simplest term, cool is defined as a mindset or a feeling of instant happiness when you feel safe, warm and cozy together with family and friends. So Luna, do you do you practice a lot of cools during the fall and winter yourself? Yes. yes. <laughs> you snuggle up and you have hot drinks like uh, chai lattes or hot chocolate or cappuccinos. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. On the flip side of that, though, what's it like living in a city that's bright 24-7 during the summer months? Well, that's also wonderful. Summer is my favorite season. And um, the fact that uh, it's not always sunlight, but it's always light. And the sun does never go below the horizon means that it's really hard to go to bed because there's so many things you want to do. Um, so 
you can go hiking in the mountains in the middle of the night. Or you can just go to the beach and take out your stand-up paddleboard or a kayak. Um, or you can go to the city and do something uh, urban like uh, clubbing or bar jumping. Um, and when you get out, it's just as light as when you went in. Wow. Bar hopping in the bright sunlight sounds fun. So... Since the pandemic, especially, people seem to be seeking out experiences of a more transformative kind. And by nature, being in the Arctic is so transformative in its own right. Can you give us some insight into culturally immersive experiences in Tromsø that sort of fit that description? And what might those be? Oh, there's so many things to do in Tromsø, but one of my favorites is uh, Pust. It's a floating sauna. Um, it's located in um, in the calm waters just in the Tromsø Harbor in the middle of the city center. So you can actually see it from the main square. Um, so there you can go and uh, and heat up in the sauna and then cool down in the cold Arctic water. Um, it kind of allows you to, to uh, breathe um, in a different way. Um, it came, it started, I think it's two years ago. So it's it hasn't been there for very long. So it came in the pandemic. Um That's been uh, been really nice, and it has it's a space for 20 people in the sauna, and then you have a huge window so that you can gaze into um, um, the Arctic Bridge, crossing over to the mainland and to the Arctic Cathedral, and then you also see the mountain Tromsdalstin, which is the highest mountain in the Tromsø region. Um, yeah, so that's a favorite. But Tromsø is a very cultural city. Actually, it's uh, I think the the population of Tromsø lives and breeds culture. Um, I'm not exaggerating uh, if I say that there's uh, concerts and festivals going on all year round. It's uh, exhibitions and it's a festival for everything. And it starts in January, um, both that the sun comes back. So the sun uh, day or Soldagen, <laughs> mm. um, that's a happening. And then if you are in Tromsø, just looking at the people coming out and waiting for the sun to kind of hit the face for the first time in two months. And you can just see people stopping up, closing their eyes and just kind of feeling the sunlight. Wow. That's an amazing experience. Mm. And that's around the 20th of January. But uh, just before that, you have uh, Tromsø International Film Festival, TIFF. Um, that's also one of the, the main events of Tromsø of the year. It's a whole week with films from all over the world. Um, and in January... Um, it will be uh, arranged for the 33rd time. So it started back in 1991. Um, and it was a part of creating activity in the dark season of the year when it was quiet and not so much to do. So that was before Tromsø became a real big hotspot for winter tourism and Northern Lights activities. Um, and uh, it's become kind of an institution in, in Tromsø and it's one of my favorite weeks of the year. I always have to take some time off in order to see enough films. Mm, mm. So Tromsø being a very international city, like you were saying, I heard there are more than 140 nationalities in Tromsø and and lots of great festivals. Are there any other um, type cultural experiences that embody some of what we're talking about and how how you can engage with the local community? Yeah. Um, well, all the festival you can engage with the local community because uh, everyone in Tromsø attends something. There's something for everyone like uh, dance, food, beer, literature, skateboarding, music, um, rock, seafood. Um, but also maybe one of the most important ones is the, the Sami uh, week. Uh, Tromsø has a, a very large Sami population. Actually, Tromsø municipality had the largest Sami population in Norway in 2019, which is very cool. 
and around their national day, the 6th of, uh, of uh, February, there's a whole week of activities taking place. Um, so that's a great way to experience the Sami culture up close and attend some activities like um, the Norwegian Championship in lasso throwing um, and the Norwegian Championship in reindeer racing that goes throughout the middle of the main street of the city center. That's quite an event. Um, and also there are a lot of activities taking place, such as exhibitions and market with um, a lot of Sami vendors selling traditional garments and handicrafts and food. Um, and if you can't join us in February, uh, we have several possibilities to attend some of the Sami experiences with the Sami adventure companies. Mm. I think what's so great about what you're talking about here and some of these experiences you mentioned is that you get to immerse yourself in the Sami culture, not just drive by, take a picture, but you actually get to have a meaningful cultural exchange and one that sort of leaves you thinking about the impact that you make on the community and making sure that that's a positive one. And I guess that's essentially what you want people to do when they come to visit. Yeah. And it's important to mention that uh, in Tromsø, the, the, the Sami uh, people, they are standing with one foot in the urban and one foot in the traditional uh, way of living. So um, you can also uh, see their their heritage in um, in everything from uh, architecture and, and art to kind of uh, design and, um, and music that mm. are in the city. Wow. Wow, so much to see and so much to cover about Tromsø. And now it's time for a game of yes, yes, no. Basically, we'll say three things you can do in the city, two facts, and one is false. And you, the listener, will guess which of the three is false. So now let's get to test your knowledge. Okay, here we go. For Tromsø, is it A, the sun doesn't set for 60 days during summer, or B, northern light season lasts for eight months, or C, There are reindeer crossings in the streets. Hmm, this will be a tricky one to guess. And once again, we'll reveal the answer later in the episode. So stay tuned to learn more. Okay, so I have to ask you, if you had a full day to do whatever you like in Tromsø, if you ever get a day off, that is, (laughs) what would you do? Yeah, I have a stressful job. <laughs> so on days off, I like to relax and kind of let my shoulders down. Um, but one of the best things about Tromsø is that you have the best of both worlds, both the fantastic nature surrounding the city in combination with the actual urban big city lifestyle, even though it's a kind of a small city with only 78,000 inhabitants. Uh, but the perfect day for me would um, include a bit of both. So I would maybe start at my local CrossFit center, Norafer, where I go to uh, to work out with my friend Rebecca. Um, I love to do that in the morning, so I try to do that a couple of times a week, also, also when I don't have a day off. Um, and then after that, I would go for fancy coffee because I don't drink black coffee. Fancy uh, coffee. I don't, yeah, w- I don't want co- some of that. You're the coffee. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Preferably maybe a cappuccino because uh, Rumsta has a lot of coffee bars because uh, we need our coffee. As you mentioned earlier, it's uh, mm-hmm. dark uh, for two months and then it's light for two months. So coffee helps us stay awake because we like to stay awake. Uh, it's too much to experience to kind of uh, go to sleep. Um, but yeah, I would go and have coffee, uh, 
with my friends or with a newspaper or just sit at the window and looking at people rushing by because that's one of the best things I um, I can do. Um, I love just watching people when they rush off to whatever they're doing, if it's job or something else, and you don't have to do anything. That's the best feeling. Um, and after that, I would uh, go uh, for a walk in the city maybe and then drop by um, one of the galleries, maybe Gallery North or Nord. Uh, where they have a lot of um, local artists um, uh, on display. Um, it's a fantastic gem in the city to just go in there and kind of take it in. And it's free to go in and you can buy the art. Um, and then after, then I would go out to the beach because the beach is my favorite place. Uh, and I would bring my stand-up paddleboard uh, and my wetsuit because, uh, well, unless it's a really nice and warm summer day, uh, you you want to wear a wetsuit in case you fall in. <laughs> the water is pretty cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just being out there, smelling the salty ocean, looking at the mountains and kind of feeling the waves from the ocean below. Just uh, it's my kind of meditation. Um, make you, makes you forget everything from problems to stressful work days and just gives you peace of mind. And if you can bring a friend, that's also even better. But you can also go just by myself. That's fine. Can uh, I be that friend? Yeah. That sounds like a great day. Yes. <laughs> I actually have an extra board, so you can always come. Um, and if I'm not in Tromsø, um, you can also go on guided trips uh, with uh, kayaks. Um, it's a nice way to experience uh, the city from the water. Um And if you travel solo, then you can get new friends. Or if your travel partner don't want to go on the water, you can can go with a guide. So there's a lot of possibilities to get on the water. And I truly recommend going on the water somehow. If it's in a historic vessel or in a kayak or in a rib, um, being on the water in the Arctic uh, around Tromsø is definitely something you should experience when you come up north. doesn't matter if it's winter or or summer or autumn or spring. It's... Uh, it's um, one of the best ways to experience the the region and seeing the city and the island and the mountains and the fjords from the water side. Mm, excellent. So listeners, bring your athletic gear because it's both easy and fun to enjoy a healthy lifestyle in Tromsø any time of year, even if you're there for just a few days. That leads me into um, talking about adventure and activities. And Tromsø is just one of those cities we always recommend doing some sort of an outdoor activity while you're there. Um, there is something for every interest, age or fitness level. Can you name a few of these type activities for our listeners? Yes, of course. Uh, well, if you come in wintertime or in autumn, the most popular activity is Northern Lights. Uh, it can be Northern Lights experiences or it can be Northern Lights hunting. It depends on what you enjoy. An experience means going somewhere where you uh, maybe you go dog sledding or maybe you go on a reindeer sled and you, you sit by a, a lava, a sami tent um, and listen to uh, stories about the sami tradition. And then hopefully the Northern Lights will join you because these places are in places where you usually see Northern Lights. Um, if not, if you're in summer, you can go out hiking. Uh, it's a lot of hikes to go and you can also go husky hikes. Um, so you can rent a guide with a husky and then I don't know if you walk the husky or the husky walks you. That depends. But um, it's one of the really, really amazing things you can do. Um, We could all need a little dog therapy just about now, right? And what better place to do that than with a furry companion in the scenic Arctic wilderness? Yes. And you can do this with a guide, you said. So um, these are day hikes or a um, few hours, 
Yeah, the the husky hikes are in the area where the the, the husky um, center or wilderness center um, is located, um, and then you go with a guide, and each person gets their own husky to to walk. Um, but they also have puppy training, which is a different kind. So if you don't want to walk far with a with a big husky, you can also go out and and uh, learn how to train the smaller ones, and they're really cute and full of uh, energy, and they jump around, and it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, also. Uh, we used the ocean, as I mentioned earlier, and um, going out on a fishing boat or on a fjord cruise or uh, maybe in a kayak or on the rib, if you like speed, um, is also something that you should do. And mm. and a lot of these things you can do all year round. Uh, in winter, we have whale safaris as well. Mm. So for people who are extremely sporty... Um, There's also a lot of races. I know in Tromsø you have the Midnight Sun Marathon, which is a very unique race that you can run in the middle of the night, basically, with the, with the sun still on the horizon. Um, any other type sports events or races that people can join in Tromsø? Yeah, well, uh, about the Midnight Sun uh, Marathon, it's uh, one of the top 10 uh, marathons in the world to do. It's it's always on one of those lists saying that it's one of the things you have to do because um, not only is it a fantastic uh, run, but also the scenery and running in the middle of the night with daylight is, uh, is something that you have to experience. But um, we have a lot of um, mountain races as well. Uh, running in the mountains is a big thing. Um, and then we have others like in winter, we now have the... The world championship in snowshoeing, uh, where you run with snowshoes, which I, I assume it's more fun to kind of watch, watch. and participate. <laughs> but I don't know. I haven't tried it. Mm. So with all of this, I think listeners are going to have a hard time picking a season because there's something really, truly unique for every season. How about someone with a long weekend or a week in Tromsø? Um, what would you advise them to do? What type of places could they add on to their stay in Tromsø? Well, for a long weekend or a week in Tromsø, I would definitely start with a couple of days in Tromsø to explore um, the urban city. Um, I would check out the shopping and the restaurant scene, taste some local food and some local drinks. Microbreweries is a big thing in the area. Um, so I would not miss out on doing that. Um, and also I would visit some of the attractions. I would go to Fjellhaisen. Um, you can hike up uh, its Sherpa steps or you can take the cable car. So it's accessible for, for almost every kind of uh, fitness level or activity level. Uh, and up there you have a fantastic, breathtaking view over the Tromsø Island and the surrounding islands. And you can also easily walk from the city center um, across the bridge. And then you pass the Arctic Cathedral, uh, which is also worth stopping by. Um, and then when you are in Tromsø, the architecture is also something to, to kind of check out. Um, we have a, a beautiful library. Um, that is uh, constructed under uh, what was originally a cinema. And um, it was built in 1969. And the the, raw, the, the roof uh, structure is based on the Mexican architecture Candela's structure called the Candela shell, hmm. which you can see other places in the mm, world as well. Right, right. Um, so, and it used to be in, in concrete, I think, because it was a cinema in there, but now it's it's uh, made of glass. And it's been become a meeting point both for tourists and for locals. So you can just sit up there and enjoy the view and read a book and have a coffee or, yeah. Wow. Just enjoy the architecture. 
So. I've been to Tromsø several times, and I feel like I'm learning so many new things just by listening to you. Are there any islands or any parts of the coastal landscape outside of Tromsø people should also explore? Yes, I would definitely use the city as a base to explore uh, first uh, and then go from activities um, out from there. Uh, most of the activity suppliers take you out to the region around Tromsø. It can be to Kvalia or to Lyngen or um, yeah, in the nearby places. They pick you up in city center and they bring you both to the location or destination and back. So um, whether you like to go Northern Lights experiences or a Sami experience or if you want to go on a on a boat trip, it could be a fjord tour. Uh, most of them start in the middle of the city center. So that's the easiest way to kind of experience the, the region. Uh, but if you have long time and you want to go explore yourself, um, renting a car and going to the Ferte Island of Senja or driving to Lingen to go um, hiking or or in, in summer you can go um, uh, cycling, um, that's also possible. Mm. And by Lingen you mean the Lingen Alps, which are, are a mountain range in northeastern Troms, uh, county of Norway, east to the city of Tromsø, which is quite access- accessible from Tromsø. Yes, Lyngen is fantastic. Um, in um, in spring and, and late winter, uh, skiing is a big activity. And if you do that, make sure that you check the avalanche uh, <laughs> warnings. Um, don't go on your own. Use a local guide. The local guides are experienced and uh, they are there to make sure that you have the best experience, but also the safest experience. So can't stress that enough. Um, in summer hiking, we have some fantastic uh, routes you can go to. Blåisvannet. Uh, is one of the the most famous ones. It's a um, glacier water. Uh, it's not very far to walk, but it takes some time because it's uh, rocks on the road all the way up. Mm. So how much time, how many days do you think a person would need to add all these amazing experiences into their stay? Using Tromsø as a base, obviously. Well, that's a very good question. You should just stay. <laughs> as long as you can. <laughs> yeah. No, um, it takes some time. It, it is some distances. In the north of Norway, um, the distances are further than you might think. Uh, going from Tromsø to Senja takes two to three hours. Mm. Um, so, and that's just one way. And then experiencing and exploring the island means that you would also have to uh, to spend some time traveling and driving around and You would probably like to go hiking and visit some of the beaches when you're there. Mm. Not to forget, Senja is called the Fairytale Island. Um, and the steep mountains and the breathtaking views next to the beautiful beaches is one of the reasons why it's it's called that. It's like a fairy tale. Also going to Lingen, there are buses running daily from Tromsø. Uh, but also here, uh, it's easier if you rent a car uh, to get around and drive there. Uh, but you can also hop on the the, the commercial bus route, um, Arctic route, between December and March, which takes you to uh, some of the um, activities and, and places you should visit while in, in Lingen. So some people might assume that traveling around in the Arctic, um, going back to what you were saying about the buses, uh, people might assume that it's somewhat remote, but it's quite easy getting around, isn't it, in in terms of either public transportation or renting a car? Well, um, getting around the region, uh, around Tromsø to Lyngen or Senja or um, wherever you want to go, um, it, it takes some planning. It is possible to go on uh, public transport, but it, it takes some planning. Um, But it is possible. 
there are also some commercial routes like Arctic routes where you can go and it takes you to Lingen or to Nordvik or to Svalbard and Lofoten. And it can also take you across the border to uh, Kiruna in Sweden or Levi or Rovaniemi in, in Finland. But um, the easiest way, if you don't want to go on a commercial, um, is also renting uh, a car. Mm, mm. Or plan pickup with one of the activities or um, bed and breakfast or hotels uh, or lodges you're staying at. Got it. So to learn a little bit more about the locals, um, Norwegians in the South, such as myself, we like to make fun of people up North and vice versa. And not to stereotype, but one thing we often hear is that people from Northern Norway are friendly, they're outgoing, and they have a great sense of humor. Often, sometimes a little raunchy, perhaps. Is this true? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> people up north I think that goes for a lot of countries that um, it's easy to get to know people in the north um, we're often a li- little bit loud uh, maybe a bit direct uh, but always kind and always uh, easy to kind of um, uh, start talking to so mm. and Tromsø is a very social city people like to be social people like to go out they like to go for coffee in the morning from 7 to 7.30 or the, before work or in the evening to have uh, A coffee or beer or meal. Um, so, uh, yeah. Mm. Last year, we actually made a film that highlights um, this quite well with comedian Trul Svensson, who read 13,000 comments from social media about Northern Norway out loud, or rather 13,000 reasons to go to Northern Norway. And they were comments cut from our social media networks. And it was the longest travel review ever. We filmed it and it was so hilarious. And I think it really captured the Northern Norwegian spirit very well. Uh, if you listeners out there want to check it out, you can find it under Visit Norway on YouTube and you'll be able to hear the world's longest travel review. So Luna, lastly, is there anything you are particularly excited about? Any happenings or openings that you are looking forward to yourself in the year to come? Uh, there's too much to look forward to. You have the festival season in winter with the film festival and Northern Lights Festival. And of course, in spring, when the Midnight Sun season starts in May, that's fantastic. And always something we look forward to, the lighter days after winter and the darkness. And the summer with the music festivals is a big highlight. Um, and from September, the Northern Lights season is back and we all look forward to that. The locals go out and they just get amazed by the fantastic Northern Lights. It's always nice when that's back and it's always really nice when you see visitors coming in and they just stand there and gaze up into the air to to see if they can see the Northern Lights. And sometimes you have to tap them on the shoulder and make them turn around because you forget that it can be behind you. Um, and last fun fact, Tromsø is the Christmas capital of Norway. So six weeks before Christmas, uh, we become the perfect destination to find the Christmas spirit with shopping and food and being together and going out and uh, experiencing the nature with, like I mentioned, the Northern Lights, but also the snow and, of course, the rain there. So come to Tromsø. It sounds absolutely magical and so close, or at least closer to the North Pole. Right. Yeah. So with that, Luna, thank you so much for all these excellent takeaways about the things one can see and do in Tromsø here at the Norway Next podcast. Finally, the answer to our yes, yes, no questions earlier. We were talking about two things that are actually true and one that is false. Did you guys guess it right? Again, the three things we said were, A, the sun doesn't set for 60 days. 
This is a true thing. And if this was a single day, it would make a single day last for more than 1,400 hours. So in Tromsø, we can promise you uninterrupted daylight. B, northern light season lasts for eight months. Also true, and one of the main reasons to visit Tromsø from September to April, roughly. C, there are reindeer crossings in the streets. Well, if you guessed this, you are correct. We do not have official reindeer crossings or signage for that in Norway. However, reindeer are crossing the roads whenever and wherever they like, as they often roam freely and are a common sight. Now you know. That wraps this episode of Norway Next. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you'd like to learn more about today's episode, you can check out visitnorway.com slash podcast for more on travel to Norway. You will also find us on all social media platforms as Visit Norway. So make sure to follow, subscribe, share and love. And thanks for checking out our podcast.